Who Shot Mr. Burns, Part 2. It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Hey, Ramsey. It's me, Heather. <laughs> oh, hey, Heather. So glad you're here. I was really just creating suspense today. It's, it's uh, like TNT in here. Yeah, you set the tone with the Mr. Burns yeah, episode early, and really I just no felt, drama. felt like leaning into that. How's life? It's, it's life. It's fine. Work is a lot. Uh, let's not talk about it. Okay. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I am good. Uh, happy uh, post-Columbus Day to all our American listeners, mm. but not our Native American listeners. I really walked myself into a corner yeah, there. you're screwed. Hey, happy future Thanksgiving happy to everyone. Happy Indigenous People Day. <laughs> happy Canadian Thanksgiving today. There it is. Uh, okay, thank God we Can't have a guest today because we're out. out of things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we have our first Grammy Award winning guest. <laughs> Steve Ressner's here with us. Did Hello. I do say it right? Yes, you okay, did. Great. Yeah. Good job. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Steve. I'm glad to be here. I'm honored. Are you Adele? I am not. Okay. All right. Well, I'm out of guesses. <laughs> but my but my friend also did that record. So yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, may I ask how you got your Grammy? Uh, I got it. Uh, I won it for uh, best soloist uh, without orchestra. It was a classical organ record. Ooh. Um, before uh, I'm doing what I'm doing now, I worked at Juilliard as a recording engineer, and I recorded a record there. Cool. I ended up winning a Grammy. And That's so awesome. The performer, the engineer, and the producer all got trophies. Wow. Yeah. It's quite an honor. Uh, no Grammys. Is it on Spotify? Could I listen to it? You could listen to it. Yeah, it is on Spotify. It's uh, Messiaen's uh, Livre du Saint Sacrament. Um, it is like an hour and a half long, 18 movements, uh, and it's by Paul Jacobs as the artist. I love it. Ramsey yeah. is going to listen to this. I you can should, just tell. You I listen, listen to, to a lot of classical while I'm writing and stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna... it's, it's beautiful. It was recorded at St. Mary's on 45th Street. So cool. Yeah. So Is it just pure organ? Pure organ. Wow. Yeah. Was that almost the working title? Pure organ? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. It's, I think it's only the second time that piece was recorded, actually. Wow. Oh, wow. So, How many yeah. organs are on the album we're going to do today, do you think? Not... <laughs> Any, I don't think. Okay, just yeah, checking. I'm just, just I'm, checking. I'm thinking about it. There might be one in the background maybe somewhere. I'm, trying I'm to think. so glad. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of upset that you said maybe one because I was going to see if you guys would pay me a dollar for every organ that snuck in. <laughs> but no, it's too late. <laughs> well, okay, we'll we'll pay you for every one over one. Deal. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Steve, do you want to tell Ramsey what we're doing today? Sure. Today we're going to do The Promise Rings, Nothing Feels Good from 1997. Wow. Okay, great, because I was furiously Googling right now because I forgot yeah. to pull up any information just now. Yeah. So I only know that album title mm-hmm. because when we were trying to name our show a oh, yeah. billion years ago, yes. I Googled emo punk albums mm-hmm. and I pitched Nothing Sounds Good. Which <laughs> is funny. <laughs> yeah. And accurate to how I usually feel on the show. I also didn't want to use it because it's also the name of a book about emo. It is. The Nothing Feels Good? Yes. Yeah, by oh. Andy Greenwald. Oh, yes. you let me borrow that once, oh, yeah, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I read it. Well, fucking rude. <laughs> it's very uh, rude. He was on my other podcast and I was trying to cram. I to, know. And I did not have time. Oh, I remember. We Maybe you'll have an Emmy Award winner on that old podcast. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes. So, okay. So let me tell you my, let me butt in with a story about me. I, I mean, I know you the just Promise Ring. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I know the Promise Ring. I've listened to this album. I am not like a huge Promise Ring person. I don't know that I've ever sat down and listened to this album front to back, which I 
think might get me kicked off of my own podcast okay. about punk and emo, if I'm being honest. Probably. It's it's one of the landmark records of the time. But also, I was a literal child when this came out. That's true. Don't make me do the show without you. <laughs> Don't get kicked off. I Sorry. Oh, no. Um, and it's just one of those, for whatever reason, I just never went back and got into. Like, yeah. there are some that I did. There are some that I had not, that For whatever reason, this one, I just didn't really ever get into. Mm-hmm. Um how did you get into this album? Oh, it's a long story. Okay. Um, well, I didn't... It, it, you know, we got a whole podcast. Well, I know. But uh, <laughs> we... Uh, so I uh, came to it later, actually. Yeah. It, it came out in 97. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was all about Fat Records. You know, no use for a name. No, what? No effects. <laughs> uh, so there's a punk label based out of San Francisco called Fat Records. I feel like we've definitely done I something. I remember this one. Okay, yeah. you're right. PH? Uh, no. No, Fat. Oh, uh, F-A-T. Okay. All right. Um, so I was pure punk rock kid at yeah. that point. Um and later on, my friend, my, one of my best friends, also named Steve, uh, he downloaded, <laughs> he was searching for the Atari's <laughs> uh, new album. Uh-huh. And there was a song called uh, uh, Something About a Promise Ring sure. on it. Uh-huh. And so he was searching for that song. And instead, he downloaded uh, a song that we're going to hear on this record uh, by the Promise Ring. Called Atari's. <laughs> <laughs> It was called a broken tenor. I think it's yeah. It's like this is also the same origin story of how I got into the band brand new back in the day because my best friend's little sister was trying to, I don't know what the fuck she was trying to download Jude Law movies or something, and instead got the song Jude Law in a semester abroad, and then I heard it brand new, (laughs) which is because it said brand new Jude Law in a semester abroad, and we're like, well, we need to know what this is. We need to know what Jude Law is up to right now. Sure, Mm -hmm. this is like how when I was trying to download uh, the Phantom Menace on LimeWire and instead uh, put spyware all over my computer. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember sense. I remember now he was trying to download the song Broken Promise Ring by the Ataris. Okay. Oh. And so he searched that and a broken tenor came up and mm. he downloaded it and liked it and shared it with me and put it on a mix CD for me. Okay. Wow. And that's how I first big heard swing it. and yeah. that's like such Lucky a pure connect. like Napster way yeah. to get into a band. Yeah. Like I yeah, I love that. Good yeah. SEO from Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah right. Early indie. Yeah. Um where's this band from? They are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. I knew it was Midwestern, but I was yep. trying to. So this you out guys did. You guys did uh, Captain Jazz. Yes, um, Ramsey loved it. Yeah, yes, I'm we sure. did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. So I should I should tell you that David von Bolin, the singer of this band, was in Captain Jazz. Okay, so. was he older than five when he did this band? Yes. Only Mike yes. was that young. Yes. I don't care. And he yeah. was like. Well, I'm yeah. holding them all culpable and all preteen. But you I did liked not, American I did football not more. Okay, yeah. What? I'm sorry. I was. What'd you say? You liked American football more. I sure did. I which liked was the 12 year old from Cap and Jazz. What? Oh, I yeah. guess I. All right, fine. We definitely talked about that. As long as they grew up, that's all I care about. He's yes. literally an adult man with okay. children now. <laughs> Good. I would hate to listen to Peter Pan's <laughs> bands. Okay. If he never grew up. Fair enough. Um. My experience with Promise Ring is uh, my high school girlfriend uh-huh. bought me one. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Sure, sure, sure. So you're married to her currently? Um, no, I uh, took you it off. You broke that promise. <laughs> right, okay. I, I was a regular Atari song and, uh, and broken promise. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think I know Promise Ring beyond that album title recognition mm. from earlier. I don't okay. think you do either, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, based on what I've heard so far picturing them like a rockiner more rockier nope one of those uh american football like maybe a little bit harder okay okay that's based on not much okay okay um i would like to be shown the album art if i may yes 
I'll mark next. There it is. One of my favorite album covers. Oh. Ramsey, do you want to hear my story about this album art? Sure. Okay, so however many years ago when they were doing the vinyl reissue of this, Mm -hmm. my friend was asked to digitize this album art because the actual digital version of it has been lost to time because it was fucking 1997. Mm -hmm. So they were able to give him like a physical print copy and he scanned like high resolution scans, but then that's still kind of janky. So then I was asked to like digitally recreate a bunch of it, Mm. um, which I did. Uh, I got paid for it. I still don't think they used it. Uh, it's one but, of the few vinyl records you have, too, or is that a different one you worked on? I've worked on a few. Okay. Um, no, I have I have some, but... Um, no, I've actually worked on, like, three or four. But this one is, like, the most famous one, obviously. That's so cool. Um, I still don't even think they use it. I don't actually know what they ended up doing. <laughs> Though, actually, one of my friends, before I was friends with him, was the one at the label working on the project, and I later became friends with him. Oh, wow. Which is, like, a really, like, weird full circle thing and also it was a real fucking pain in the ass with those circles i can't mm. imagine <laughs> yeah i believe it so i don't know if it's because like those digital files were lost to time or what the just the resolution of this image but like it does have kind of a film grainy look mm-hmm. to i it. think it does by default okay. it has like that yeah. grain which also makes it incredibly difficult to recreate digitally sure yeah. the, uh, the photo that's the main uh cover art is a, an actual photo i believe yeah like your notes yeah, not a digital photo. Do you so, know what I'm looking at? What what it is? It is a is a ride in I believe Ocean Park, um, Maryland. Ocean Park, Maryland. Yeah. I just had the Wikipedia up and yeah. I happened to see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It'd be weird if that was just the one fact. I just yeah. like, knew this so many facts about the cover and never listened to the album. Well, the the cover art was <laughs> Ocean designed City, Maryland. Yeah. Ocean City. The the uh, cover art was designed by the guitarist in the band, um, who also did a whole bunch of cover art for the label oh wow promise ring ron so he he has a very certain aesthetic that jade tree for all of this yes okay uh until their last record okay was not on jade tree has a very 50s vibe to it yeah Mm -hmm. i really like it Wonderbread colors i really like it too yeah that's maybe that's among my favorite album covers i have seen on this show all right fair enough yeah um i I suppose i must listen to this album now yep the seminal piece of here we go We've we've had a lot of requests for this album, so I'm very glad that you brought I'm really, this. I'm really curious. There we go. That came in real hot. I'm glad that the volume was down a little bit. Here is another thing about this album, though. I think, actually, it's just somehow ingrained in my brain from the number of, like, emo nights and emo friends I have. Mm. I mean, I definitely know this song. <laughs> Like, I just think it's so perfect. Like, there are, there are many pop albums that I feel this way about, too, but I mm-hmm. feel like, why do I know this? I've never sat down to listen to this, but I know it. What's this track called? Is this thing on? Okay. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I know. you were expecting a who's on first style bit there. I understand. <laughs> uh, a similar... Uh, it's been a while since I've heard Cap'n Jazz, but okay. a similar sort of uh, wavy melody line, I guess I'll call it, mm-hmm. where it's kind of... I'm sorry, please go on and describe a wavy melody line <laughs> for me. I'm going to need some more details. Perfectly fair to hold my feet to fire on that vague <laughs> description. Oh, wavy melody line. Uh, where it's kind of uh, repeating uh, this same sort of sure. uh, few notes over and over again. 
but also kind of slurring into itself the yep. whole time. I, I keep making a sine wave with yeah. my yeah. hand Correct. as I do this. Here's the thing, you're not wrong. I totally understand what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, then. <laughs> <laughs> I like this part. Okay. I don't know pavement very well, but it reminds me of pavement. I could hear that. Sure. Yeah. This feels, I would have guessed earlier 90s than 97, hmm. based just on the song. Wait, how was Davey in Happen Jazz? Did he move to Chicago? If they're from Milwaukee? Yes, he was in Chicago for a brief minute. Got it. Um, at least from my recollection. Um, and actually, Promise Ring claimed to be from Chicago, even though they're from Milwaukee. Ah. Uh, they <laughs> consider themselves a Chicago band okay. at the time. They played Chicago all the time. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. What do they have against Laverne and Shirley? That's what I'd like Nothing. To no, they. I think they all still live in Milwaukee now. Oh. Yeah. Seems I've heard it's a I cool think. city. I have no idea if it's cool or not. I hope it is. It's a nice city. I've been there a few times. Actually, I went to see Promise Ring Reunion in 2012. Damn nice. Yeah, in Milwaukee. How long ago before that point did they break up? Their last record was 2002. Okay. Um, and then they split after that, and then they've done a couple reunions since then. I apologize if you said this, and I just didn't remember. Is this their debut? Or is this was we... their second record. Yeah, okay. we did not say. Yes, we did not say that. Phew. Yeah, I pride myself on my attentiveness. Their, their, their first record is more Captain Jazz-ish. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. But it's, but it's wonderful. But they're I, all wonderful. I also feel like though, when people are talking about Promise Ring, they're either talking about this one or um, Emergency, Emergency. Oh, no, very never emergency. Heard anyone talk about? Or very emergency. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But you yeah. got the name of one of the songs on it. So, there you yes. go. That's very confusing. I think I might have also worked on a layout for that one. Yeah. So, mm, nope, yep, did. Because yeah. um, I've never even heard of Woodwater. No? The fourth, never in my life. Oh, that's a brilliant record. But it's a complete departure of what hmm. this is. Okay. Yeah. Is that the last one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This one's perfect lines. Yeah, I mean, this sounds exactly what I assumed it sounded like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or have heard it sound like. And again, I am telling tales way out of school, but I'm going to compare it to another band okay. that I'm not very familiar with, but I'm going to say this reminds me of The Replacements. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah. God, The Replacements have come up a lot in my life this week. Oh, really? This is like the third time it's come up this week. The bassist, I think, for The Replacements joined the band Beachline, which is not a thing I care hmm. about, yet hmm. am aware of. Um, I listen to the song and it's actively bad so oh. for beach slang yeah i like beach slang i like I mean, the first two eps it's got somebody else. from weston in it like Ugh. i grew up with weston yeah that's fine the first two eps are good and everything after that is for old men um <laughs> i have a very strong opinion about it and then you've been making that noise lately on the show <laughs> <laughs> and it, it really i've also been making that noise a lot via text and just describing it as just me making a mouth fart like literally that i'll just write that text <laughs> phrase out um yeah but whatever the basis for that join the replacements and then for some reason it came up again today i don't know um 
Okay, so your friend found this song on Napster. Yep. And you liked that song. Yes. So then, did you just go download no. the rest of individual tracks? So, walk me through the journey. Walk, I'll walk you through the, the journey. Thousands internet. So this was probably '99. Okay. I think that Atari's record came out in '99. So we, Steve and I and our friends came to this album two years late after okay. it came out. Still pretty early for yeah. most of the fans of this band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I assume that's true. Yeah, well, said, yeah with authority. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I mean, a side note: some of my friends in my old band, Saxon Shore, um, they they saw Promise Ring on this tour Got in it. Philadelphia with like 30 people. Sure, that's you know, wow. So they were really early into the Promise Ring train. But um, so Steve and I, we used to have to drive to Cortland, New York. Uh-huh. There was a skate shop. In oh yeah, Cortland. we also should have premised that Steve is from upstate. Yeah, I'm also from upstate. So, yeah. no, 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 buckle up, listeners! Your favorite thing to, uh, we talk about upstate yeah. New yeah. York. Uh, we drove from Binghamton to Cortland because there was a skate shop there that we really liked that had good records, great, and and CDs and stuff. And so we went up there and we bought. We we were looking for this record. They had that. They had the their first record. They also had the Get Up Kids something to write home oh. about. Hmm. And so I bought all three of those records and listened to them on the way home. How many albums did this skate shop carry? Was this a major part of their? Also, no, what a it cool was skate shop. Yeah, yeah it's this. not it's not in existence anymore. But like we used to drive really. up there just to buy records. Because uh-huh. in Binghamton you could not find this stuff. It was, I bought it was hard. something right home. Not this album. I wrote. I bought something to write home about on my 18th birthday at Coconut Records mm. in Vestal. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think my local record shop was an FYE. Yeah, we had that too. Yeah. yeah. And there was Buzzos in Geneseo. What? Yeah, it was just this old hippie Oh, guy. I know Buzzo. Did you know? I do. The, you'll, I, occasionally we'll see a bumper sticker for Buzzos here yeah. in the city. still exist? As far as I know. I'll ask my dad. He works in Geneseo. Yeah. He was this old hippie guy with a beard. Um my history teacher was friends with Buzzo back in the 70s and I'm just going to quickly tell a story about Buzzo please go for it he bought a uh, love a local celeb <laughs> he bought He's a, a character. Uh, motorcycle and then the uh, never paid for it and so the, the repo guy showed up and uh, he somehow got wind that this was going to happen so he just disassembled the entire That's incredible. Uh, motorcycle and hit it throughout his property that's fucking iconic yep. Yep. and that's Buzzo I love yep. it he fixed my drum machine in, oh, in college. Nice. I love it. Did you go to Genesio? I did. Okay. Yeah. Right. Nice. You didn't know my dad. <laughs> I did not know your dad. He didn't work there then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Rochester now. That's why I was curious. You live there now? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I lived on uh, Oxford Street. Oh, yeah. Briefly. Let's yeah. make this even more specific. Yeah. Right, I lived on Oxford Street as well. <laughs> Uh, it's like right by Magni- Magnolia. Yeah, Magnolia. The record shop there. Yep, uh, that closed. No, this is really is closed. my brain of living in Rochester. Uh, it's by the uh, close-ish to the Kodak Mansion Eastman yes. House. Yeah, which I miss so much that theater. Yep. Oh, it's right yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? I lived on Probert Street. For our listeners. That was a street that is in front of a Wegmans. Yes. My front door opened to a Wegmans parking lot. It wow. was fucking great. That's all. Okay, that's enough. That's so good. <laughs> I also only lived there for like two and a half months. It was before I moved to New York and was having a life crisis. <laughs> I was uh, like, what am I doing with my life? Uh, based on context, I think we just talked about very specific upstate New York things over the title track. Is that accurate? Nope. nope. Oh. That was blue, red and blue jeans. I thought yes. I heard... 
the phrase nothing, nothing feels good okay. yeah it is in that song oh so not a title track but the title reference yeah title reference was in that song i would prefer a title track to a title reference yeah. personally yeah i don't know why i think i like a title reference more there. more subtle okay i think subconsciously when there's a title track it makes me think oh that's a theme this song this is the good song <laughs> yeah but i don't even know if i always feel that way no i that is true yeah so this song that we're listening to right now was the hit, like the oh. single that they put out. They made a music video for it. Was it any good? It's all right. It's just like a house party, and they're like uh, walking around a pool. A classic. Yeah, one, one of those. those. One of those. I think teens are doing. Yeah. Junior yeah. Ray just made. Were they teens? No, they're. Oh shoot, they're probably in their mid twenties. I think at this okay. point. If I'm correct. Early to mid twenties. Came out in '97. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Forty. 12 <laughs> uh, like 22 40. 22 years okay you're right there in their 20s oh. because Davey is 44 right now that yeah. sounded familiar this song oh, that ba, 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 da. Mm. yeah it comes back oh Ramsey another callback to a different episode the lead singer of this band Davey is referenced in a Jimmy World song yes he is um, that you liked because it's also the Jimmy World song that has a They Might Be Giants oh, lyric the Don't Let's Start yeah, because there's a... Oh God, I'm, am I going to be able to pull the lyric while other music is playing? It's just like, come on, Davey. Play that? Sing that? I don't fucking know. I can't remember. There's other music playing in my head, but it's yep. in that song. It's, and then he comes in and does a guest vocal. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's why. He, he, do, he does a guest good. vocal. I kind of really buried the lead they there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Got it. You buried the lead vocal? Yeah, Did you say that? the lead vocal there now. <laughs> I wish I had. That's the sound engineers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this how did this single do like I don't need specific numbers but so, not well <laughs> I mean no actually uh, for for the time this was a hit record in in emo terms okay like well, in, that in makes the, sense because Four like people heard it but those well, are yeah. very relative so, terms so the at, tallest the, at the time like Jay Tree at the time the labels like bands like this would sell maybe 15,000 records this sold 50,000 in the first year, wow. which okay. is like in the terms of the time sure. was like a lot. Though in the next like four years after that, we yeah. truly smashed. But that would be a number one record this year. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> very true. It is interesting to me as like, as someone who likes this genre and has for a long time but never got into this album, I'm like, Oh yes, I see where these other what these other bands have been doing. Yes. Like, obviously, I knew that, and there's many other bands that that also is the case for. But there's like a handful that are this level of like seminal mm-hmm. emo. Yeah, I walked. It was probably two years ago. I walked past a house show in Rochester, and the, whatever band was playing, I heard it from the street. They were playing a Promise Ring song. Yep. They were covering it, and I was just like, oh my gosh. That's so that's, cool. That was like, really weird. Yeah, the kids are like, oh. I like the Bop Bop Bottas. Yeah? It uh, kind of reminds me of uh, like a Ben Folds 5 vibe. Mm-hmm. Playful. Yeah, playful yeah. is a good yeah. word for that. Yeah. Where does this fall for you on this album? Like, It does feel a little more upbeat than... Some yeah, of the other stuff we've heard. It's 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 poppy. This this album in whole was more of a pop direction, and then uh, very emergency gets very poppy. Mm. Their next record, um, but like 
as a context of a whole, uh, we went past my favorite song, um, but I love this one as well. I love more, some of the more subtle songs where there's not a lot of lyrics, and he just repeats kind of the same lyric over and over again, and you, it can, he does a play on words a lot, mm. um, which I really enjoy, you know, in general. Just like very limited lyrical content, but turns it into something interesting. Which I feel like was something you do not like. Mm. Uh, Ramsey <laughs> Ramsey was very upset on American Football LB1 oh, yeah. about how few lyrics there were. Okay. It was very upsetting. So granted, uh, that one is particularly yes. sparse in yes. lyrics. It's very sparse. To the point where I re-recorded the song to see how long it would take and if he, I just sang them straight. And how long was it? I believe five and a half minutes. Of every lyric. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which is surprising... Like, because I'm, like, a very lyrics-driven person, I really like lyrics in music, but it doesn't bother me when it's, like, repetitive lyrics that I like. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. So I, I teach audio engineering at the University of Rochester, and so I always ask my students, what is the first thing that you listen to when you listen to a song? So, Ramsey, what do you first listen to? Is it is it lyrics? It's usually the instruments, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's because, like, not well, but I do play some stuff, mm-hmm. but I my, my ear tries to pick out what is happening there, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, But it it does vary from performer to performer as well. Is it an insane thing if it, like, I don't think I listen to anything in particular first. Like, I think the first thing I listen to is just an overall vibe. Mm -hmm. That that feels like a weird thing to say. No, that's not But like, on my first, because I just recently listened to the new Menzingers album for the first time. And I like because I can't. You can't listen to the lyrics on the first time unless you're fucking sitting there, sure. like mm-hmm. reading or something, which is not something I've done since I was fucking 16 years since old. You had the like in front a booklet, because obviously I was miming, flipping pages when I said that, which is accurate. It's it, I printed out genius. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I don't listen to any particular instrument. It's more like an overall vibe because I my first listen review of the Menzingers album was it sounds like a nice fall album. <laughs> like, that's not anything yeah. in particular. Yeah. That's a good description. There's nice a, there's, fall album? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something about the Weaker Thens that are always fall for me. Fall, winter, I would say yeah. for Weaker Thens. Yeah. I always, like, at this time of year when it gets colder, I'm listening to the Weaker Thens. I, I, I have bands that are very specifically seasonal. And I think also maybe from me being from my upstate New York. I feel like half of upstate New York was like fall as a child. I don't know why in my head fall was so long. No, that's it's true. also my favorite season, I think. Like, I can love Halloween. I love orange mm-hmm. leaves. I love I love the fall. What's the term for somebody who like assigns words, colors, and that sort of thing? Or like... Synesthesia? Synesthesia. Yeah. yeah. You, you have that mixed with like... Av- ancient Avon. Yeah. <laughs> lady makeup... Season thing, <laughs> except for bands. Yeah, I mean, I do very like. It's not even bands; it's specific albums too, mm-hmm. because it's not even like Cigarettes Winter Band. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Iceland. Well, not even though <laughs> the music is like it doesn't have a warmth to it to me. I, I, I love it. But I don't argue. I wouldn't argue with that at all. Maybe it yeah. is because they're from a cool place. I don't know, it but nice you know, like co- country's name, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, my friend Jeff, or friend of the show Jeff, went to Iceland and just played Sigaro everywhere, yeah. just on loop. He said it was very appropriate. It felt exactly right. What's happening? Is this a Revolution party. 9 for... Mm. Oh, Christmassy. There's jingle bells. 
I'm actually very happy that you haven't said I don't like this yet. Oh, yeah. I, I can. After, after <laughs> no, I mean, you're you're that's fair too. But so like, far, so good. Actually, yeah, I uh, you know, uh, being uh, a fan of the podcast and listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I know your catchphrase. Uh, it's catchphrase. It's, it's, I don't like this. I don't like this. It's very, very funny. Uh, if something comes up that I don't like, instead today I will say nothing sounds good. Here. Yeah. Oh, that's, there it is. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess what? I'm not loving this one. No, nope. I figured it was. I figured it was going to be this <laughs> one. This one uh, is a little more discordant, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Big Ramsey does not like. Yeah. Actually, the echoey production I'm not digging either, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Is this a funny Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> Also, a thing I don't like, funny Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Blink-182, I'm looking at you. The least funny Christmas song, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, no, that one's good. It's no, not funny, it's just good. So, this one that you don't like, mm-hmm. this is the first Promise Ring song I ever heard. Oh, wow. This is a broken tenor. Oh, wow. And it was like, I like this. It really did it for you. Yeah, it, 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 it hooked me. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the push and pull like tension where there's cacophony for a little while yeah. and then it comes to like harmony I, I'm a big fan of that uh, in music in general so I, I support your decision <laughs> I mean also though at this time did this sound like anything else you were listening to no yeah I mean I was yeah. like full face to face and like I said no use for a name yeah. and but like we we had been moving towards uh, obviously like saves the day like that was in mm-hmm. the picture at this point and okay. like um, so bands like that uh, were coming up. Lane Meyer, yep. uh, Weston, you know, it was all the yep. like these New Jersey bands we started gra- uh, going towards, and then all of a sudden we found out this whole Midwestern scene that was happening yeah. that we were not aware of. Yeah, I think like for me, I came to the Midwestern stuff so much later. Mm-hmm. I just never found an entry point until I was much older. Just, I mean, you stumbled across it on like fucking Napster, yeah. you know, and it's like that's how you had to find music yeah. then, which like. If you didn't find that entry point, you didn't. I mean, yeah. my entry point was definitely American football, and it was definitely way later, and it was just like someone played it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have an older sibling, you know, like it, you literally just had to stumble upon it. And so my entry point to the scene at all was like Saves the Day, then mm-hmm. like Brand New and Take My Sunday, like that like scene. And I did go back and got into a lot of older stuff, but it's like if you can't find it, like yeah. it, was, it was a hard thing it's, I, it's just striking me at how crazy it is that we're like back in my day about i'd have to dial up whatever song i wanted and sometimes i'd get the wrong one I, yeah. and that's how i would learn what new music is Literally. yeah it's so crazy to me that like it's true it is easier now and we had it way easier than a lot of generations before but it was still I mean, a discovery it is. We had it way easier than generations before for finding music, but it was also such a high barrier to entry to create music that we're, mm. there was so much less of it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yep. Like, uh, I think we, we were, were like a the, weird middle yep. period where like that it was, about was to get changing. Very easy. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, kids have it so easy now to find music, but also there is so fucking much music right, right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's impossible. Right. I don't know any of these sound clever. <laughs> I like, so many. I like the bassier ending of that song. Okay. Like once, once it got kind of uh, stripped down a little bit more. Yeah. I like the sound of this one. What's it called? Raspberry Rush. I like it less. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it about that name that got you? It sounds like a flavor of Kool-Aid I wouldn't enjoy. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like raspberry flavored things. Yeah. 
I like this because it sounds reminiscent of American football song to me. <laughs> it is very, yes. I wouldn't have made that connection, but yeah, it definitely yeah. does. You know what? Yolo Tango has a song called Cherry Chapstick, and mm. that's not a flavor I enjoy, but I like that song, so I'm going to keep an open mind. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Yolo Tango. Yeah, thanks, Yolo Tango. <sighs> Is it the same guy singing yes. the whole way through? Yeah, whole way through. The aforementioned Davey. Davey Von Bolin. So there was a point, um, I think it was around maybe after college, LinkedIn was just starting to come up as something. And someone discovered Davey Von Bolin's LinkedIn profile. Oh, no. And he was an accountant at Kohl's. Oh, no. Oh, it got worse. And it was like... Oh shit! Oh, boy, um, it turned out you voted a pay. Yeah, but I think he's mainly just doing music now. I have no idea, honestly. But Wikipedia you know, tells me nothing. You got it. You got to work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I cannot name names on this, but I had a similar thing with a comedy person that mm-hmm. I was in my circle where I discovered very recently was doing a very different job to, mm-hmm. to pay the bills. Yeah, uh, that was very surprising. Yeah. I'm sorry to be so vague, but... No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I've never had that happen. No. (laughs) My only version of that is I found out someone was a band was a fucking dirtbag a hundred times. Okay. (laughs) That's that's my only qualifier there. Yeah. (laughs) You, uh, that's not exactly true. Didn't it, Gawker, you work with somebody who was in a band? Uh, Brendan Kelly? Oh, yeah, 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 but he still does music. Okay. I also knew that when he got hired. Yeah, no, he still does that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this actually sounds more like my version of the American football song I made. Also, this is the title track oh, okay. for you. Yeah. Oh, it's both referenced and. Yes. Oh. I mean, if you're an emo band, you can fit "Nothing Feels Good" in a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Good point. It's a really good point. I love this song too. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but. Then the rest of the band came I'm in. I'm really upset when you had Andy Greenwald on the podcast. You did not talk about this album. <laughs> Wasn't that kind of show? <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. He's too busy for his own podcast now. I'll never have that chance. Even, I've been catching up on the watch. He's back. He's back in LA. He's back on the phone this week, actually. God damn it. Sorry. That's what I was listening to. Yeah. <laughs> That's this episode segment, Ringer Talk. <laughs> Don't even get me started. That could be a reoccurring segment here. You know I love the Ringer. Yes, I do. I know nothing about it. Did you ever read Grantland? Did you tie that into the I lyric did. at that exact moment on purpose? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> the, Ringer, yeah, the Ringer is new Grantland. It's Bill Simmons' oh, okay. new yeah. website. All right. I did read Grantland. My dad did, too. It's a great website. Big fan. You're losing me. Get that band back in here. <laughs> Come on, Davey. <laughs> I don't know why. I keep comparing this band. I apologize. That's but okay. Something about that vocal quality right there reminded me of the main guy from Flaming Lips for a moment. Ooh, Wayne Coyne? Yeah, that's it. A little bit. Just a little bit like the bitch. Don't use butter. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah. It's it's really interesting because 
Sorry, go ahead. No, it, it, it's it's really interesting because um, Davy's vocal quality changed for their last record, mm. Woodwater. He just kind of changed up his singing style, and mm-hmm. then um, him and the drummer of this band, Dan Deiter, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, I uh, can't tell Didier, you. Didier, something like that. Um, they went on and formed a new band called Maritime, and like, oh right, they're like. David Mullen's voice is completely different from what it is here. Oh, interesting. So he, like, developed his voice in a different way. How would you characterize it? I know that's a tough question. It's fuller. Fuller? Yeah. I think his voice here is pretty thin. Yeah. It has a really nice quality. Like, I like it, and, you know, I think it's it fits the music really well, but then he became more, I guess, projected hmm. as a vocalist. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say it... Uh, yeah, it's certainly not projecting yeah. on this album. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's uh, more subtle in later records or that in Maritime. Interesting. That makes sense. Voice. Maybe he took speech therapy. <laughs> As somebody who just had to relearn how to talk and breathe. That's right. I feel like I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I hope all our listeners can hear that I'm projecting better. I'm not. I'm literally not. Ugh. Uh, I definitely thought the backing vocals were a trumpet at first. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't know why. Right. <laughs> Figured it out pretty quickly. That's good. But almost said something about it. Glad I didn't. I think there's one song. Well, no, there's more songs that have trumpets. Uh, not on this record, though, but in other. I'm still waiting on those organs. <laughs> For organ to come in. Yeah. What's this one called? Wait, is that an organ or is that a guitar? That's a synth. Uh, this one's called Pink Chimneys. So it looks like the last time they played was 2016. Yep. At Wrecking Ball. Is that a big venue I should know? It's a festival in Atlanta. Or it used to be a festival in Atlanta. Yeah. I think that, I don't know if they. I don't think they do it anymore. They did play New York, not too far after I saw them in Milwaukee and Chicago. Then they did New York, I think, the next year, and I came down for that. It was Got at Webster Hall. Cool. That's a fun venue. I like Webster Hall. Yeah. Can't even talk about it. I understand. Since they redid it. There's too many stairs. I haven't been there since they redid it, probably. Here's the thing. It's exactly the same. No, because it literally was like they just reopened like four months ago, five months ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Then I have not been there. All they did is add more stairs. It's very confusing. <laughs> each floor has a hundred stairs between there, it. No, one it's inch literally each. so... There's a lot of stairs. And they got rid of the, <laughs> the Marlin room. Hmm. For more stairs. I'm just kidding. There's a bar there. <laughs> and the, bathrooms. They got rid of the bathrooms? They did get rid of the bathrooms upstairs with the bathroom attendant and other downstairs. <laughs> hmm. I hate bathroom attendants. Steve, when is the last time I you do. have listened to this album, would you say? Like, front to back? Front to back? Maybe a few months ago. Um, I have it memorized. Like, <laughs> it's... I, every part is memorized in my brain. Like, I, I know it. all yep. the lyrics... All the every guitar tone and every drum part, like yeah, it's just memorized. I I feel that I feel that way about many albums, but I feel like there is there when I find someone for me specifically when Saves the Day through being cool is on, and I'm singing along, and someone knows the weird parts where I make weird noises because I'm like mimicking the sounds of the album because it's so ingrained in my Mm -hmm. brain. I was like my people right. like, that's how I'm like we're best friends yeah 
Do you guys, when you see a band live with one of those songs that you know inside and out, do you prefer that it is very different from the version you know, or do you want to hear a live version of that? I would say for me, either I want it to be similar or I want it to be a fairly big departure where they're doing a thing. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just slightly weird, you're just like, this is annoying. Sorry, Ramsey. That was, um, that was you didn't blow okay. up this great. game that time. That was good. Um, Let's save that in your head. Like, That's I don't need it to be perfect because it's a live, yeah. you know, it's a live show. It's fine. But right. I don't want them to just do, like, a weird thing. But there are also bands I've seen enough time that they have, like, live ways they do songs and I but I like know those versions too sure. Kevin Devine um, but yeah I, I'm cool either way see I like it to be different yeah yeah. I know the record yeah. I don't want to hear the record I want to go and like hear how they interpret it now 20 years later or whatever or even you know six months later they yeah. just released it like I want to hear what they're doing differently and what how the band progresses yeah and I like that too I think I think when I don't love it is when it's just like one thing is different you're like what just because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't feel like growth it just feels like you forgot something yeah. I don't know you know right. what I mean uh, I, I meant more the Steve Camp of I, I like a departure yeah mm-hmm. uh, I just brought up on the Arthur Meyer episode uh, I don't know I wasn't there <laughs> uh, you did some rebuttals I did listen to it about a, a, this obscure musician that I really love. And somebody on SoundCloud uh, went to this one venue in LA for like weeks and weeks and just recorded every concert mm-hmm. and just put them all up recently. Yeah. Uh, and it's the only time I've heard this band live. And it was just really cool to hear like the same sort of instrumentation, but like the guys just sort of like making up new melody lines as it goes. Yep. And it was, it was really exciting to get like this one different version of a song I've heard a million times. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey, this is the last song. This is really blew by. Yeah. What was that last song called? What's this one called? B is for Bethlehem was the last song, and this one is called Forget Me. Huh. This is a short album, to be fair. Yes, it is. But I think you liked it, because you haven't complained at all. Um, you said at one point, I don't know if I like this, basically. <laughs> that is accurate. I will reserve my final judgments for a moment. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're going to go into a full-on hippie freakout at the end of this. <laughs> Could be. Who's to say? It's true. Who knows? It's hard for me not to sing along. <laughs> it's really hard. You've showed remarkable restraints. Yeah, so I know. It's, it's really, I want to sing along right now. I love this song. Especially, I could see, like, this chorus feels like something it's that like, would yeah, be very satisfying. really enjoying this, this song also. When I saw them in Milwaukee and Chicago, this was their closer, and everyone was singing, yeah. and it was just nuts. Absolutely nuts. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> How big is this outfit? How many people are in here? Four. Four. Yeah. Two guitars, one bass, one drums. Sounds right. A normal band. Sounds a like normal a band. band. Sounds like the definition of a band. That's yeah. The lineup that the Beatles invented, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> This also, this song just also sounds like a time capsule of an emo band in 1997 yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, point to a song, I'd be like, this is what this sounds like. Yeah, this feels... I, I mentioned this earlier, but it's just very 90s to me, and I, yeah. I'd have a hard time expressing exactly why. Probably the, the waviness of the... the oh, you're line. right, of mm-hmm. course. The waviness of the yeah. melody. The sine wave. Yeah. Just yeah. Constant sine wave, wave. Yep. yeah. Yeah. 
I do I do really like this. But I think also the fact that like I haven't sat down and listened to it until really right now. I don't think I could go back and get into it. Mm. Like I, I just don't know what my entry point would be. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like it it's not a negative against it. Yeah. It's just like I have listened to other bands from this era and the bands that came after that. Like and I love those bands. So I have a I just feel like I'd have a hard time going back and like finding the entry point. Mm. I don't know if this is helpful. Have you tried digitally recreating the album art? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> didn't help. Okay. All right. Just I'm surprised. I'm thing. really shocked you didn't listen to it while you were doing that. I think I might have, like, but like, it was probably just cursing how many fucking circles there were. <laughs> you circle would be the easiest thing to make in digital. No, honestly, it was fine. I don't remember if it was... The, the very emergency one, I think, was way worse because when you open up the... like. I don't even know if it was a... Yeah, but it was like a weird fold, and it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I think Tim Kinsella is inside the album art for Very Emergency. Yes, he is. As a priest, right? Yes. See, I definitely did yeah. that album art, because there's yeah. no way else I would have fucking known that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was in a weird part of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I also was staying after work to do this late as a freelance job, because I didn't have Photoshop on my computer at home. <laughs> um, Ramsey, that's it. That ending of that last song... I don't feel this impulse in a lot of like studio recorded songs, but it felt like I had to applaud there. All right. Just That's that good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, on was. the whole, I liked that album. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I picked a good one. I'm glad. Yeah. There were, it, it, like I said, very 90s, but that actually works to its benefit, at least for my tastes, mm-hmm. where. Uh, the, the shades of pavement and a little bit of like that era of Yola Tango, I think is why that was on my mind also. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked really well. And there were elements I didn't love about it. The cap and jazzier moments, mm-hmm. I guess I'll say. Um, but yeah, I, I could see, I don't know about a full album, but I could see listening to more of them to see, especially I'm curious about that fourth album where yeah. the voice changes and the style yeah, you should give it a listen. Maybe I will. What was the name? There was wood in the title. I wood, wood, wood water. Wood, wood water. slash water. The cover's cool, actually. Yeah. Did you make it? I didn't. I didn't make it, nor did I recreate it. Okay. And get paid hundreds of emo dollars. Ooh, emo bucks. Emo bucks turns out still doesn't pay well. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, you gotta get those Coles accounting jobs. I mean, you said. <laughs> Moving on. You said you listened to this as recently as, like, last month. Yeah, probably. So this, is, yeah. This, does, this does nothing to move the needle for you. This wasn't a revisit. You listen to it all the time. Yeah, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's just back there. I mean, it's if I were to rank my albums, it's in my top five of all time. Mm. Fair. Yeah. It made me like it more. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Great. Do you think you'll visit more Promise Ring? Maybe. I might listen to Very Emergency. You should. Do I think don't think you'll... I'm going to go back to that first one, if I'm being honest. Would Would you like to buy a slightly used promise ring? No. Don't want it. <laughs> Might be mildly cursed. Like... I'm not sure. Do you still have it? I don't need a cursed ring. I did at one point. I think it's gone. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's gone. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> Oopsie. It's fine. Okay. Well, thanks for coming, Steve. No, thank you for having me. Um, this is a pleasure. I loved it. 
Where can I let our listeners find you on the internet if they want to? Oh, if they or in real life, I guess, if you yeah. want stalkers. Yeah, no, uh, that's okay. I'll pass on that. I mean, U of R uh, does have a lovely library that our listeners should yeah, check yeah. out. It they is do. a really nice it's library. Rushree's library is yeah. really beautiful. Um, they can find me on Instagram at smallsignals. Okay. Um, or at, on Twitter at small underscore signals. Perfect. Easy to remember. How about yeah. you, Ramsey? Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Ramsey ESS. Uh, or RamseyS.com. Heather, yourself? You can find me at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E. I would like it if our listeners would give us a review on iTunes or tell their friends that they like the show. Uh, you can go to ifyourelistening.com and check out our Spotify playlists. You can uh, check out our cool album write-ups. What else do we have? Oh, you can recommend an album for us to do there. Uh, you can... Uh, oh, yeah, do that. Because... I'll still ignore you. It's fine. I forget to check it. <laughs> thinking about maybe reading them at some point. I, I, I have read it. You have I'm going to read it more. I'm going to read it more. <laughs> and I might drag you if you request a bad one. That's true. Just don't stop requesting canceled bands. I'm not going to do a band that's canceled. So, yes, quit telling us to do Thriller. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No Harvey Weinstein soundtracks, etc. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the next thing I could think of. What about his jazz album? It's not bad. Nope. <laughs> okay. Fine. All right. Bye. Bye.